Welcome to Agents Influence Podcast, brought to you by the parent company, Grow Program. Grow Program helps agents utilize online tools to help market and brand their agency online. Find out more information at www.growprogram.com. Also remember, we have a very strict antitrust and comments policy. You can find those policies online at agentsinfluence.com. Now, let your voice be the sound of your feet upon the ground. Let's go. Hey, this is Jason Cass once again with the Agents Influence Podcast. And uh, glad to be back. Glad to be in week two in July here where we talk about brick and mortar versus the virtual agency. Um, got a lot and lot of comments, so I had to kind of actually switch things up from what I had planned. I had planned to uh, run the podcast with the CEO of uh, Wave to, to give you guys more information about what Wave is and who they are. And I actually had to push her back, uh, Sharon Emick, a week because I wanted to make sure that I got all the questions answered. I have to say that uh, this was uh, about number four or five most listened to podcasts that we've had so far of the 15, but I have to say it was almost the number one commented on. Now, we have others that have gotten over 30 to 40 comments, but this one here had some real deep comments that I had to address. I couldn't go further until I did, so that's what we're going to do here. Before I get into it, i got a couple little shout-outs I want to give. I want to um, talk about the Grow site. Uh, we've really started making a push for the Grow site, um, had a lot of people. We've actually um, got some associations that we're engaged in talks with about helping them grow in their marketing, but most importantly that I wanted everybody to know about is we are going to be starting a uh, member site uh, coming up here where we're going to be releasing some information that you just can't get. Right now at the Grow site for absolutely free, we've got 10 contributing writers on social and digital marketing who are contributing to uh, the site to give you the most up-to-date information on what's going on. So hey, just wanted to uh, throw that out there. And um, I want to let you know also that uh, we appreciate the reviews um, that you've left us on iTunes. Also, please know that you can look at shares. And I also want to tell you about a program called Stitcher, which is, uh, I don't know if it's free or not. I have, I'm have i not using it, but I'm getting ready to get it. I was told last week about it. And what it is, is it's a, uh, it's a program or an app that you can get on your phone and it will actually push the um, the podcast so when we release them it automatically pushes it right to you um, so you can still get it by email if you want but it also come right to your stitcher um, po- uh, uh, po- uh, excuse me app and so it's something that a lot of people are using and I just thought I'd let everybody know about that out there if you have obviously if you have a, an, an iPhone or an Apple product you can get it through iTunes but if you have an Android you cannot get iTunes there so then you just have to just go to Stitcher um, is a way you can do it or you can even use your browser our uh, website is a mobile friendly browser you can go in there and it's very easy just to listen to the podcast directly from there so without further ado I want to get on with some of the stuff it's going to be just me and we are going to be discussing um, just some of the things that are going on and so I want to answer some of the questions um, that I got asked this last week. 
So here we go. Um, one of the questions that I got asked, and I thought that it was a pretty good one, um, was about my phone system. I want to let everybody know um, I, I received over 20 emails um, besides the 14 comments that were on our website. Um, and a lot of them had to do with the Nextiva phone. Uh, Nextiva is my phone system. It is a complete VoIP system. And what it is, is it's simply, I, when I was working at my other agency, we spent in the neighborhood of around $8,000 in startup costs with phones and startup and getting all the infrastructure in our agency. And then we paid like, I don't know, of, of that it was like $240 per phone. And, you know, everything I'll tell you, I was part of bringing that into the agency. Everything that we had that I have here, I did the same thing. And um, and I have the exact same thing. If you call 618-532-2277, you're going to get an automated, hey, thanks for calling JDC Insurance Group, a trusted choice independent insurance agency. Dial 1 for Jason. Dial 2 for Lori. Thank you for calling. Have a nice day. Um and that, you know, simply hit one and it can go. I can make as many departments as I want. I can make as many options as I want. Um, I would say the one thing that you're not getting is you're not getting a tech person that you can just call and say, hey, I want this changed. You have to make the changes um, yourself through a web portal. But I have to tell you, you can simply call Nextiva and tell them what you want to do. And they will walk you through it or do it for you. It's uh, just something you have to take that extra step. So it's a wonderful system. I pay $63 a month for it. Um, and that is everything. That's un- that's long distance and everything. To get started, I paid one month down, which was 63 bucks. I have two phone lines, uh, one for me and one for Lori. Uh, that also is included in an 800 number. Um, also included in that $63 is also a um, e-fax. I, I automatically have a fax number, so if I that's included in that. So if you have a fax, you can port your own number, or they'll give you a fax number. And if you have a fax machine, as you know from me in the last podcast, I don't have a fax machine. So what I do with the e-fax is, is I simply scan something in, I attach it to an email, I will put in in the two box, I would put in the fax number at nextivafax.com boom send it right out um it's got a um a cover for a letter um it just just exactly like your fax machine would work when they fax me um and they send it to 618-532-5324 which is my fax number it comes right to my email um it's a fabulous thing it comes to my email and Lori's email you can have it set up whichever way you want if you just want it to go to your assistance i mean i'm telling you it's just like anything else when when it comes to technology there's usually no um stopping it there's always a way to do something um, that you want done, and it's the same way. So that is my phone system, and uh, I do have someone ask me what I meant by a soft phone. Um, I have a hard and soft phone. Uh, my soft phone is in my computer, so when I downloaded Nextiva, I also downloaded a what we call Bria, B-R-I-A, and it is what we call a soft phone. So when I downloaded that, uh, some VoIP companies give it away for free. Um, I don't think a lot of them do, but I do know of a couple that do. With Nextiva, they don't, so I had to pay $49 for the uh, program, a one-time fee. And uh, what it does is I, I download it to my to my laptop. Then whenever I receive a phone call, it will come in and it will literally ring at my desktop. 
So right on my on my desktop of my computer would be just a little bitty, it looks like a little cell phone, and it would tell me the same stuff that I would have on my phone. Someone asked me, well, how do you control where that you know rings? Well, I can control it every way I want. I can control if it rings my computer, just my computer, just my phone, my phone and my computer, my computer, Lori's phone, you know, all the other options you would have normally of a sophisticated phone system, once again, you can have. The benefit that I have with it is I like it because when I'm on the road and I'm traveling, if I want to call somebody and I do it through my soft phone, it's basically linking right up through my Nextiva, so it comes out on their phone as 618-532-2277, which happens to be my phone number. If I didn't have the soft phone, then I would use my cell phone, and inside the cell phone, then it would come on through my cell phone number. So that's the one reason why I like the soft phone. So it's Nextiva. I think they do some big time companies as well. I have to tell you, I was with Ring Central before. I liked Ring Central. I just hated their customer service. You're talking to people in India. I could not take it and stand it. It was very hard to get stuff done. Um, I also had some complications with their with their lines and the way it was working. I, I really thought they kept telling me it was my computer. I got rid of them, got Nextiva, haven't had any problems since. Once again, I'm not pushing the product. I'm just le- letting you know and answer the questions of what we have. Um, the other thing that I can say is is that uh, talked with a couple people who wanted to know specifically about my fax machine. Just answered that. I've got these all listed out here. I've got over 20 things listed. Um, some of them I'm kind of combining. My management system that I have. My management system I do have is AMS 360. Um, I am getting rid of it. I just canceled it effective today. Um, you know, I I'm, I feel as if um, this doesn't interfere with um, what we have as our uh, comments policy or our antitrust, I should say. Um, I like AMS 360. I've said it for a long time. I think if there, if you're an office of 15, 20, 30 or more, I think it's uh, necessarily perfect for you. I think it's, it works great for you. I think if you're also under probably 10 to 15 employees, this is not this is painting it with a broad brushstroke, but. I think you probably don't need it. It seems to me that about 80% of the things I don't need that they offer, but then there's a ton of things that I don't get. Um, you know, for instance, where I can get a mobile application so that my clients can use it, a client center where my client can go online and manage all their own policies. Yes, they have the 24 7 CSR, whatever, but dude, they charge you like an extra, I don't know, $100, $200 just for the system, just alone, and they make you pay down $500 to $1,000. And, and that's just not the way that we need to be in this industry. I think they're big, and I think they've got bloated, and I think that they charge too much. So that's just the way that it is. I want to be able to do some drip marketing. You can't do that. Once again, they've got a separate system. So not only are you paying a ton for the fee that you would that you pay just for your, your uh, regular license, but then they want to add in all this stuff. Um, I can just tell you that uh, with Easy Links, which is where I'm thinking about going, but I have to tell you I'm now looking at another um, place, which is called NextSure, and I've really been on the phone with their CEO and president, and I'm pretty impressed with them. I'm going to take a uh, tour of their uh, management system here next week. Um, on Monday so that uh, I can kind of feel how they are because I'm, I'm really kind of liking some of their systems. I Believe me, I have searched a lot of these systems. I've read a lot of what the consultants, the Steve Andersons have said, really looked at a lot of these management systems because when I move, this will be my last move. 
And I've got to tell you, I like the little guys. QQ Solutions is another great one out there. I thought about going with them. I just don't think they're as robust, and I think they've got some work to do. I like Easy Links because I think they're a player in the game, and I really think they have some really nice stuff. Not to mention that when you look at what you get for them, when you can get separate licenses, they don't charge you just for a bulk licenses, they charge you separately. You can get the Raider, you can get the mobile app, you get the personal lines, the commercial lines, the commission statement download, you get the drip marketing, you get the integration into your Outlook. You get all that for literally less than what I am paying per month just for my management system and I only have personal lines download. That's not including my Raider. That's not including everything else. Just what I'm paying right now. They're actually less per month than to get all that stuff. So I've got to tell you, I, I felt comfortable with them because I heard Steve Anderson say uh, about six or seven months ago that Easy Links has just now gotten to the point where they can call what they call a management system a management system. One of the things that they have, don't have that other people do have is they don't have a full accounting system. They are going to have that in the next three to four months. But also on the other side, I'm starting to believe that maybe QuickBooks is the best way to go when it comes to a management system. It does not completely integrate. I understand it could be, it could be less reports and stuff like that. But once again, I, I don't need all of that stuff. I, that's just me. Maybe I will eat my words in the future. But I've looked at a lot of them. I've used AMS 360 now for almost four years. And I, I, just, I just think it's overpriced, overhyped, and has way too many future features. And I'm willing to bet 80% of you listening to this podcast probably feel the same way. Step out. Look at else what's out there because there's a lot of stuff. Can you send a text message? You know, that send certain little things like that, sending those things, being responsive, being new age is where I'm at. This industry is transforming. If you listen to my Dan, Daniel Burris podcast, which I think is one of the top of my podcasts I've done, we're not changing, we're transforming. You need your management to transform as well. I believe that some of the big guys still act like it's in the 1980s and 1990s. And then when they want to help you with the new stuff, they're going to charge you another three, four $400, not to mention the fees that they charge up front just to do that. You know, I think they're owned by equity firms, uh, venture capitalists, and it shows. So I'm going to get off my high horse there. Some people may not like what I have to say, but here at, uh, at Agents Influence, we tell it like it is, we get the stuff out on the table, and we let it be known. Um, had somebody talk to me about uh, a little bit more about Wave, and you know they they had some good questions here on the commenting section. I'm looking for it here because I had a lot of of all this stuff. They said, you know, they they asked me about how I work with her and what she does, and you know what are some of the things that she does. And they said to me, you know, um, is what how. How, how does she work? How is she working in your office? Does she do just the backroom work? Does she do just the billing? Does she do um, does she fill out applications? Um, does she work inside the management system? Is she talking to clients? Um, you know what is she exactly doing? Well, my answer to you is all of the above, okay? Um, I, I don't need somebody just to do a certain part. What I need is I need an assistant. And I hate using an assistant because she says to me, she says, Jason, what should I put in my email signature that my job is for you? And I told her, you're an executive assistant because that's what she is. I'm the owner of this agency and I need to be able to be gone and have her do everything she does. 
And, and she does it pretty perfectly. I wouldn't say she's 100% perfect. No one is in this world except for Jesus Christ. But I have to basically say that she is pretty close to it. Um, she's learning every day. She's making mistakes. But uh, I figure if you're not making mistakes, it doesn't mean that you're not exploring new territory and you're not doing probably what you're supposed to be doing. She is, when I hired her, I told her she I wanted her to be the gatekeeper of my, um, of my uh, management system. Meaning... As I said on the podcast, I'm good from going to A to M. She's good from going to N to Z. I need all my emails put in there. I need to have everything in there when it comes to their to their phone numbers, to their contact information, to um, to who they exactly are. I need it put in there. I need all the policies updated. We have a couple companies that don't do download, and you better believe it. I'm on those companies all the time to change. I need to make sure that all that stuff is correct. When um, we don't do a lot of the correction when it comes to download, because we just trust that it works. Because after doing it and checking it and following up behind it it just works so we're so I make sure does she fill out applications absolutely she fills out applications um, that's something that we use joinme.com to do as I talked about in the last podcast we use that to show her how to properly fill those out does she do it perfect no did I do it perfect when I was new into the business no now she's been in the business for 23 years but the way that I want things done are completely different, she says, than the way that they were done before at the other agencies. That's because I'm new age, and that's because I got it like that. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Just trying to keep this entertaining. But um, does she talk with my clients? Absolutely, she talks with my clients. One thing that Lori doesn't want to do, and you know, this is not just her as a wave. I mean, this is you can get all different waves will do all different types of things, um, just like all different types of employees everywhere will. Um, she doesn't like necessarily making the first contact. So she doesn't want to call somebody and say, hey, I heard that you talked with, you need to speak with Jason. I need to collect some information. Usually I'll make that first contact or I'll make the first email to say, hey, Lori's going to be calling you to get this information. Um, she's going to then, once she gets the information, she's going to collect it and uh, she's going to do all the quoting. Then she's going to give it to me. I'm then going to call and propose it to you. We're going to meet. You're going to agree. I'm going to collect some more information to finalize it, give it to her. She's then going to send it out, get it signed. 50% of the time, she'll get some of that signed. I'll get it signed. We're moving towards her doing it 100%, whether that is faxing them the information or doing e-signatures, which is something that EasyLink offers, just came out with it. I don't know any other management system that offers that. That's integrated into the management system. Sorry to get off on that, but I forgot to mention it. And all these notes that I have here, I, I sometimes overlook it. So, yes, she does everything for me. I mean, she she really is my go-to person. As I record this podcast, she's actually on vacation this week. And just today, I've realized whew, how valuable she is. And she always listens to these, as I said. And Lori, you are greatly appreciated. And I want you to know that it, nothing goes unnoticed in the things that you do for me. And it really, really lets me notice when, someone li- when you're on vacation this week because you really, really are a gem to my agency. Um, okay, let's look on to the next one now. Looking at uh, contracts, what are some of the contracts? I've got a lot of questions on that. Jason, how did you get contracts? You know, did you go with aggregators like uh, Thomas McKee asked, uh, aggregators, noodles, agents advantage, clusters, the Iroquois group, Keystone, SIA. I will tell you that I checked every one of those when I wanted to go out on my own. 
Um, I talked with all of them extensively, and who I went out, who I went out with, you know, I guess it is kind of like a relationship. It's kind of like we're dating, um, except that I went with SIAA. Um, I had all my commercial lines because another question off the side is yes, I do commercial lines. I'm very heavily commercial lines. Um, about 75%, I would say. Uh, that, that was much greater than that when I started my own agency, but through my social and digital marketing, I have personal lines coming in the door greatly, so I just keep writing that. But um, I started contacting all of my businesses and asking, or my companies, and asking them, telling them when I go on my own, would they come with me? I got overwhelmingly yes that they would. The personal lines, I really didn't ask that because I was very lightweight on that and with the volume commitments that they required of the two hundred to 250000 per you know, first 12 to 18 months, I couldn't do that. Didn't want to make that promise. So I brought over all my commercial contracts, which I have direct relationships with, and then um, just started growing with SIA. They provided me with a ton of different markets um, and I uh, started using them. I have to say that I think that uh, it's been a fantastic. Once I grew so far, so much with the certain personal lines carriers, I then got direct relationships with them. Uh, the way that my aggregator works, keep in mind, I can only tell you certain stuff because I have a non-disclosure that I can only tell you so many things. Um, but uh, the way that it works that I liked about them is uh, there's a certain part, a way you can get ownership. Once again, SIA works differently in all their regions. Um, but then also was another way that uh, the pay, companies pay me instead of paying them. And then they pay me. I didn't like that. I wanted the companies to pay me and then any expenses that I had per my agreement um, with them, I would then pay them. Understand that SIAA is kind of like, picture them like the federal government. They're the main operation that you hear. You hear SIAA. But you don't actually contract with SIA. What you do is you contract with one of their regional, what they call master agencies. My master agency is Valley Insurance Agency Alliance out of St. Louis, Missouri. They have a certain section that they're in charge of. And SIA, they are, let's say, the state, the region. So they would be the region. And then you have the national, which is SIAA. Every region has different, its own carrier contracts. So then there's some on the national level, some on the regional level. So I really can't get in too much more to that. I'm just trying to skim across the top. I think they're a fantastic program. And uh, I think that uh, it's definitely something to look at. Are they perfect? By, by, by no means, yes. They are not perfect by no means. But they are something that can help you get your contracts, get going. And overall, if I had to do it over again, absolutely, I'd join SIAA. I think they're fantastic. Okay, so that kind of talks about my contracts there. Um, you know, I had somebody say to me, what are the bumps in my road? Well, first of all, let me start here. I had a guy, if you haven't followed him, you need to make sure you follow him. He, he listens to my podcast, and his name is Bill, Billy Van um, Jura. I guess I'm saying his name right. And I follow him on, on YouTube, or I'm sorry, on Facebook. And he wrote me something. He said, uh, Jason, you choose to go out. You chose to go out on your own, and I appreciate the fact that you did. Unless you, there was a gun um, to your uh, to your head, you were not forced to leave or go on your own. As an owner like you, it is my job to create an atmosphere that an employee, colleague, coworker wants to stay in. Like I told my former employer, the game um, they gave me more reasons to leave than to stay. Okay, well. Billy, I replied to him, so you can read my reply on uh, the comments section, but 
Um, you know, did they hold a gun to my head like in real life, like get a gun out and hold it to my head? No, they didn't. Um, uh, career-wise, did they hold a gun? Advancement, did they hold a gun to my head? Absolutely, they did. And um, I, I like Billy, but I also think that he thinks a lot like um, uh, maybe some of the other owners. Now, I don't know how he runs his business, so I'm not here to down him. I just want all of us out there to really kind of be open mind because he he basically said that is that they should be providing an environment um, that uh, that should be giving them more reasons for people to stay. And you know, I as you remember from my podcast last week, I talked about the fact that when I left, my agency owner shook my hand and I said, "I never thought you'd let me leave," and he said, "I never thought you'd leave." Well, the reason why he thought that is because he thought that he was providing me an environment. There's a difference in the way of thinking between a 31-year-old and a 63-year-old. Very huge different way of thinking. And God love him. I absolutely love my prior agency owner. But for do what's best for, you know, one of my mentors told me, Jason, you got to do what's best for you and your family. To do what's best for me and my family was to advance my career and realize that the industry is changing and that I had to do something different. And that's why I started uh, my own agency. So you may think you're providing the best um, best situation to be in, but I would tell you, and this may be a little hard, I would be willing to bet that less than 10% of the agencies out there are actually giving their employees and their people the environment that they want to be in. We have to understand that one of the best things that we have in our society right now at the time we're in is that never in our history have we needed each other when I talk about the young agent or the tenured senior veteran agent. Because the things that the younger agent knows is how society is communicating, the transformation that's happening, the marketing and the sales and what the consumer is wanting today. The one thing that the older veteran agent knows is what is going on in the industry as far as a whole and the way it's going to go probably in the future, which is probably very short-sighted considering we're changing, but it's their knowledge and their experience that the young person doesn't have that the veteran does. And when you bring those two together, you'll actually create a culture that will be very explosive and in that return will then create people to stay. As I said before, we're a generation that likes to keep things together. We're a generation that likes to stay together. And we're a generation that likes to be creative in team environments. We don't want to leave and go out on our own. We want to actually stay. But don't fool yourself into believing that you're giving that person the reason to stay. Please don't make that decision. Or please do not make that uh, thought in your head when it can't be true. What's the best way? Ask your people. Ask them to be candid. Ask them if you're providing that environment. If they tell you yes and it's really no, there's nothing you can do about that if they're really unhappy because you're doing your part. Sometimes it's hard to ask that question. And I don't know why it is. Because we just need to ask. Something I try to bring up to Lori is that I need to know what's going on that I'm not doing that's correct. What can do to make your job better? Because that's what's important to me. Is my wife happy? Is my kids happy? And is Lori happy? Can we make them 100% happy? No, but we can ask them what can tri- and we can do our best to make it that way when they get it to us. Was there a gun to my head? Yes, there was. I had to leave and move on. Don't put a gun to other people's heads. That's all I got to say on that. So, um, why did I go on my own? I think I just explained that, so that knocks off that question. I had to go on my own because I realized the industry was changing and I had to change with it. Um, then I have to say, uh, the one other thing that I have here 
was uh, Bumps in the Road. You know, Bumps in the Road, I'll be honest, I thought about this for like four days. Like, what are my bumps in my road? What were the problems I encountered? Everybody always asks me that. And I, I, I really don't have an answer for you. Because, first of all, I look at obstacles differently than a lot of other people do. An obstacle, I was told by one of my mentors, Mike Beard out of Mount Vernon, Illinois, whenever you encounter an obstacle, you only have a couple choices. You can either stop and go the other way, which I don't choose to do, or you can jump over it, or you can dodge it uh, dodge it, and fake it and run around it. It's just, that's what you've got to do. So to me, hurdles and obstacles are just a reason to learn. So sometimes I don't realize like, oh, that was an obstacle. I'm just kind of like, okay, that was something that I had to deal with and I dealt with it. And it's hard because I don't know. I mean, I deal with things every day in my agency. So if I told you the things that I deal with, which I assume, which I correlate to be the things that were hurdles or bumps along the road, I, I guess I could like make out a list of a hundred things, but I think they're the same things that you have as well. So I'm not really sure about that. Um, I would say meeting with clients was kind of weird at first. I had to find out a place. As you guys know from listening to the podcast, I meet with a real estate in the real estate's conference area. Meeting with reps was a little bit different. Um, but, you know, I'll give you a little plug here. Uh, you know, this is a great opportunity for you to get a lunch every time they come because some of them meet me up there at the, uh, at the, uh, up there at the, at the real estate office. But a lot of them just take me out to lunch. So, hey, that worked out to be better. Um, you know, a lot of times that's something I think I'm going to run into in the future is is to make sure that people, I'm going to have to hire people who are um, self-motivators, self-starters. Because working out of the home, which I'm going to require them to do, is um, going to be something that um, our society is getting better and better at. I, I actually am amazed by how many people um, have called me or text me or, I mean, I'm sorry, or emailed me and told me that they work out of home and they're having all their CSRs work out of home. I think a lot of people, you sitting in that brick and mortar office right now, you don't realize, because this has opened my eyes, that I thought it was like 5, 10, 15% of the industry is like that. Uh, man, I tell you what, there's a lot more of the industry that's going that way. And I would say over 50% of the industry at least has someone in their office that works from home. 50%. I'm going bold, folks. I'm going out on the limb and saying 50%. Now, that may be one person, two people out of 10 or 15, but it's all, see, that, that's where it starts. It always starts little, and then it grows, and it grows, and it grows. And then when you have the younger generation who's going to start requesting that, and then Jim, the agency owner, says, yeah, we already have two people that do that. And now he starts hiring people and they want that. Before you know, Jim looks around and his 20-person agency is now a three-person agency because 17 of them are working out in, uh, at home. Your producer's working in the field. How many times have you always heard you never make any money when you're behind the, behind the desk? Get them out from the desk. I'll tell you what, if I'm not in my office working, I'm out there getting money and I don't like sitting in my office considering it's 60 square feet. By the way, I said it's 60 square feet. I had someone challenge me on that. I measured it up. It's actually 56 square feet is my office. Yeah, four square feet less. You'd think that wouldn't be much, but <laughs> sit in this baby and you'll see that that's a lot. So I don't really know the, the bumps in the road. I, I'm being serious by that. I 
I mean, what bumps in the road did I have? I don't know. The fact that I had to get clients? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Uh, you know, the fact that someone wasn't doing my work for me for the first three years? I don't know. I mean, it's just kind of a tough thing. So I, I hope that you appreciate that. So I hope really that I've answered a lot of the questions because I've talked now for like 30-some minutes, uh, thirty almost 31 minutes, and I want to wrap this up. But I have to let you know that keep bringing the the questions. Um, I I'm thinking that I might have a Google. Um, I've been had a couple comments where they said maybe this would be good for a Google broadcast. It would be, except I need some more questions. If you guys want me to dig deeper into this, I will. I'm gonna have Sharon Emick on next week, um, and I'm trying to have another 20 25 minute podcast. And in that 20 to 25 minute podcast, I'm going to have her on for about 10 to 15 minutes talking about Wave, getting more specific, getting more detailed. You're going to love this lady. She is brilliant. And uh, and she is a veteran of the industry, but she thinks um, uh, uh, very, very young. And that's just the beauty of her. And she, she is beautiful as well, just the beauty of her. So anyways, I do appreciate your time. Thanks for listening to Agents Influence Podcast once again. Please make sure you go check out the Grosa site. Be sure to subscribe to our content. Um, We've got 10 contributing writers. Be sure to like us on Grow. Please be sure to follow us on Agents Influence uh, Facebook page. we got a lot more stuff that we post there than just than just these uh, podcasts. Also, please take your time. Please go to the iTunes and leave a review. That is so important for us to spread the word. And I know by you listening to this podcast, you want to make yourself better. And by making yourself better, you know that you're going to make this industry better. And I thank you very much for taking a little bit of your time to listen to me. So once again, tell me your ideas, tell me your thoughts, and I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. This has been Jason Cass with JDC Insurance Group. I'm sorry, this is a JDC Insurance Group. This has been Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast. Thank you.